0: And welcome to Share to the Plot Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly joined today by wesley wildman welcome back to the studio wesley hey, i am glad to be back yeah it hasn't been that long i don't know why i made it sound no, like you've you, just been gone well, forever but and,
1: well it's because are <laughs> seasons in which i am gone forever actually and, the, true. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so you're sometimes you're used to saying that but now, yeah. i've been back for a while and I'm, I'm glad to be here and hopefully you know with my schedule as a vice president of outreach at afa and traveling and meeting our supporters and doing different events during the summer times it's pretty slow yeah. So you can expect me to be here for awesome. <laughs> the rest of the
0: summer. Great. Good. All right. Fantastic. We are also joined today by the American Family Radio's very own radio. Rick Robertson, Hey. Yes. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah, we're go- glad I, to have you.
2: I've been wondering when are they going to invite me on the show, and finally,
1: <laughs> you how, know what? How many years have you had this program? Uh, that's right. You know, yeah. you're not the only one that said that. Every time we have a, an AFA uh, employee, mm-hmm. a staff member come on, they say the same thing. So,
0: Jordan, we're going to have to fix this. Apparently, people want to be here with us. Hey, that's a good. That's thing. A good thing. That's a good thing. I'm glad. Thing. I thought yeah. that you know nobody really knew what we were doing here yeah. when we come here to record, but I'm glad people know. And
1: hey, me too. It. Hey, so, Rick, uh, tell our uh, so See, a lot of people are going to recognize your voice, mm-hmm. but for a lot of people, they don't realize that, and the reason you're here is because you do, uh, tell them what you do, and then and then explain, you also help out and do other things on the side. Like many people in ministry, you wear multiple different hats, so tell them what your primary job is, and then we'll get into uh, why you're here.
2: Well, primary job is, in the production department, create the different 30-second and 60-second radio spots you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coupled with being on the air on our music network from okay. 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, um, lock arms with Pastor Joseph Parker for Hour of Intercession. I'm the one who produces that.
1: And that's where they'll rec- probably recognize your voice Could don't you contribute to that? To your uh, occasionally. With the prayers and other
2: things. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. just, just a tad bit.
0: Cool. That's awesome. So you're one of the, the, the few people who really make AFR sound as great as it Yes. Does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Or if you hear a glitch...
0: It's <laughs> uh, uh, not it you. Rick's done. at it again. <laughs> That's uh, funny. But yeah. you are here uh, on our program today um, specifically to talk about an article that you've written. You wrote it for The Stand originally, which mm-hmm. is uh, afa.net slash the stand. It's this, a digital uh, version mm-hmm. of our written content. Right, yes. Yep. And I thought it was so good that I reposted it on Engage Magazine. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we do that from time to time. We share some content back and forth. But um, your, your article... I really liked it because it takes something. It's a simple concept, really—pleasing uh, God, living your life to please God. But within that concept, there's a lot there to unpack. Yeah, it really it is. really is. And I, I love how you started. You started the article. I'm not going to read the article because I want other people to go read it, and I'll link to it in the show notes of this episode. Uh, by the way, you can see those show notes if you go to engagemagazine.net, click up at the top that says radio. And uh, there's all of our podcast episodes with all the show notes and stuff there. Um, but you started this article off with a reference to Brother Lawrence. Mm. And uh, some people might know who Brother Lawrence is. If you don't, Brother Lawrence was – he was a monk. He lived in the 1600s. He was a cook in uh, Paris, France, in a monastery there in Paris, France. He wrote a book called The Practice of the Presence of God. And I've not read the whole book. I've read some of it. It's not a long book at all. It's actually more of a – booklet whatever you would call sure. it um but it's, it's my kind of reading yes yes yeah. yes some, some light <laughs> reading you know um but it really is his life story is is fascinating and, and he was a very disciplined person now he was he was the cook he hated to wash dishes i, I remember this that he hated washing dishes but he saw menial tasks like washing dishes and um, in his own words, I think he said, talking about picking up a piece of straw off the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. He saw all of these things as opportunities to live to the glory of God, to do everything that he found himself doing, do it to the glory of God, as the Bible commands us. So you, you opened this, this article with a reference to him and a, a quote from him, a quote from that book as well. To uh, think often that our only business mm-hmm. in this life is to please God, perhaps all besides is but folly and vanity. So, our lives as Christians, as humans, but especially as Christians, we our primary goal is to please God, mm-hmm. is to live according to the things that please Him. So, um, does that is that an easy thing, Rick?
2: <laughs> well, it, it's not. Um, you know, the Christian life is is simple. That's one of the great blessings for me. I became a Christian when I was twenty five, mm-hmm. and you look at. Look at God's word. You 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 look at the truths there, and it is a very simple life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there's um, a spiritual war zone that we live in. There there are things that come against us, mm-hmm. but uh, the thread that runs through the, Christ, the Christian life is the simplicity of why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here just to please the Lord. Yeah, and and, and constantly um, letting that question a thread through the day mm-hmm. and am am i doing this to please the lord and not just the actions but but the, the motivation there mm-hmm. you know what's what's my heart on this you know can, you can be obedient but am i doing this just to honor the lord to glorify him to please him
1: mm-hmm. yeah the the checking your your motives to why you do it is the final step mm-hmm. in, in the decision making of what you do right. and to 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 bring about the conclu- the bring about the purpose of what you're doing, and that's to glorify God and mm-hmm. to please God. So, that I remember as as I was being sanctified and in, in, in early on in my ministry, that was something that mm-hmm. was a the next step in my Christian faith. Is okay. It's one thing to do it mm-hmm. because you know it's right and you know it's obedient to God. It's another thing to line it up with yeah. the same motives God would have.
0: Yeah,
1: or uh, is expecting you to do it with. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, anybody can do good things. Sure. I mean, a, and the thing is, and for some reason I have the, the song in my head, that you you got to serve somebody. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, because go. everything that you do, you're not going to be a neutral agent you know, in life. You, you're not going to do things just for no reason. Sure. You're serving someone, uh, whether that's yourself or others or God. And obviously we want to be serving God, but just because you do something good or you live a quote unquote good life doesn't mean that you're living a life or doing things that really do please God. Um, because you're not either you're not doing it in obedience to him, or you're doing it to make yourself look good or feel better about yourself. Motive motivation that that can be a muddy thing to get into um, because at the end of the day, the important thing is to obey. Sure, absolutely. You know, because yeah. um, I, I don't know about you guys. My motivation is never pure. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm incapable of having a pure motivation, but that is something that's an ongoing sanctification absolutely. in the life of a Christian is the more you do obey God and the closer you walk with him, your motivations will become purer.
1: Yep. It's, it's the, the phrase make your or Lord help me make my right. desires your desires, right you know mm-hmm. and that's very important. Hey, Rick, in your article, uh, well first of all I, one of the most things that I know that our audience is going to appreciate in your opening comments and that's the, the fact that you said that the it's a simple mm-hmm. life or it's a simple uh, concept mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be in being a Christian. what are, what are, with that said, we I agree with that. Then for our audience, what does it mean to please God in, in a simple way?
2: Well, I think uh, to know the truths of Scripture and to allow them to be the compass, mm-hmm. the, the, the things that we know from God's Word. We know God wants us to do this, so that's, that's pleasing to Him, to, to be obedient to uh, all the truths of God's Word.
1: Yeah. Radio program done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> no, got so, eighteen minutes uh, left. Though. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you simplifying. You got to remember, I am
2: used to thirty second and spots.
1: Right. <laughs> no, well, no, and, I, and that's what mm-hmm. I wanted. That's what I wanted from you and mm-hmm. that, just to to reemphasize the point that being a Christian, while it comes with its challenges, and, and while it comes with mm-hmm. you know the, the the idea that it rains on the just and the unjust, and that we go through trials and tribulations and things like that, that but God didn't. Make this overly complicated for right. the Christian mm-hmm. as far as how we are to please God. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it is laid out. It's laid out in the Bible. It's laid mm-hmm. out in the Word, and it's mm-hmm. there for it, the the great. One of the great things about this is is that none. Of the, it's not a mystery. Right. Yeah, God didn't say call, you, you have to God please me, that. and I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, know okay, yeah. no, He's not you. vindictive like right. that. Right. No, on. No, um, no thankfully, um, I do think one of the one of the um the things that keeps it from being as simple as it should be, I suppose. Um, is the fact that there is a spiritual war going right. on. And you have to please God in an environment that is actively trying to not allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just the environment, it's the enemies. Sure. We have spiritual enemies, and that's a very real thing. It's very frightening. Um, if you if you if you're not living in the reality of the power of Christ, it's a very frightening um, thing to think about. But there is um, there is an attempt in the spiritual realm, to keep Christians from living lives that are pleasing to God, because a life that is pleasing to God is a powerful weapon mm-hmm. um, uh, in that spiritual warfare. Um, you, you quote Ephesians: uh, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood; we wrestle against rulers and authorities and principalities um, over the pre- over, this, over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil." Um, so, this is a, this is an aspect of it that I mean is something to take into to consideration. Um, so as we're trying to please God and we're trying to live these, these lives that are pleasing to God, it cannot be separated from what we would call the spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. which is the category that this episode will fall under is yes. spiritual disciplines. Um, and those are, you know, prayer, the, uh, the reading. word of God, reading the word and fellowshipping with other Christians mm-hmm. among others. But those yeah. what I, I would consider those the it, primary ones yeah. and living out, living and, out mm-hmm. what you learn. Uh, yeah. yeah, because that's where you get your spiritual Equipment and sp- spiritual energy to live the life that God would have you live, um, and something else that you talk about too is Paul um, is talking to the Thessalonians, the church in Thessalonica, not Thessalonia, as I always want to say Thessalonians. <laughs> yes, Thessalon- I had to
2: look that up yeah. today. <laughs>
0: yeah, it makes sense, right? It's the Thessalonians, but they're yeah. from Thessalonica. Um, but he talks to them, and, and, and one of the things that he he urges them to do is to continually live this life and to please God more and more so he's he's describing a a ongoing thing there
2: yeah it was neat that uh that he encouraged them he said you're doing a great job yeah but Mm -hmm. he said do it more and more Mm -hmm. so that that whole sanctification thing there but it was encouraging to me to to read what paul said there and and to, to see yeah he's encouraging them He's not just saying, "Hey, pick up the pace, pick up the pace." No, mm-hmm. he says, "You're you're doing a great job here. Right. The, the things that we taught you, uh, you're doing those. Now doing
1: more and more and more." Mm. You so, know, that reminds me uh, a little bit of a sidetrack. Yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, or 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 an example or an mm-hmm. illustration mm-hmm. of this. It reminds me of my wife early on when we were. Um, early on in our marriage when we were working out how to you know how to best communicate when things don't necessarily go the you know way, way we thought or there's something one of the spouses doing that we yeah. wanted to see them do differently for different reasons you know changing the towels over i mean it could be <laughs> it could be anything right You'll find it's the something. smallest yeah. things right <laughs> smallest things man um but i remember um that she said um if you uh, compliment me or you Mm -hmm. or you or you recognize something that I've done because we are in our marriage we are always we love each other we Mm -hmm. care about each other we want the best for our marriage Mm -hmm. you know we want the best for each other and so we've got a healthy uh plan strategy goal right here right so if all I did was approach her with something that I thought she needed to do different or or say different or whatever um then if that's all that she heard Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be it's, it's, a, it's, it's not as constructive, not as helpful as opposed to saying, like Paul did, "Hey, you're doing all these things right. Mm-hmm. Look, you're nailing all these things. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. Here's something we could here's here's something that we could work on. Yeah. Whatever that whatever that is. So it's important to encourage people. Is the bottom yeah. line whether it's encouraging them to keep doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. or to encourage them that they're doing these things well, and now let's work on this to be yeah. more sanctified.
0: It is interesting. I, I, I think that this is Paul really setting a good example of how to be a pastor. <laughs> yeah. Really is yeah. is to not uh, is to is to recognize fruit and to affirm it. And I think that's something exactly. that we can sometimes get a little. We could. Do, we need we to can do forget better. about that. Yeah. We, do uh, we we can just be like, well, yeah, you're doing. You should be doing good. to right. I mean, right. be Expecting a reward. Well, yeah. actually, you'll get a reward in heaven. That, yeah? <laughs> um, but but as a as as a person who maybe you're discipling somebody. Or maybe you're a pastor. Um, affirm the fruit that you do see in someone's life. I mean, obviously, you give credit to the Holy Spirit. You don't, you know, you say this and this comes from you because it doesn't. But affirm it, and 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 that I, that it really goes a long way to encourage someone to pick up the pace. Um, and that's something that you can see in how God deals with His people too. Now, you do have obviously towards the unbeliever. You do have. You know, seek salvation because if you don't, here are the consequences. And you, you, you see, you know that that's definitely a theme. But to the believer, you know, press into God. You know, seek God because you know all of these good things. And so, that's the attitude God takes towards His people. And when He and when you know when when Christ sees, you know, when the when He when Christ asked uh, questions of the disciples and they gave the right answer, yeah. He told them good job, you know, you got the right answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he affirmed that. So that's it is a great attitude to take. And I am thankful that God is the kind of God who who does affirm um, the fruit that he enables his children to produce. Um, that's an important thing.
1: We're discussing an article mm-hmm. that you can find on AFA.net or EngageMagazine.net called, it was originally posted on AFA.net and also reposted on EngageMagazine.net, and it's called Living a Life to Please God by Rick Robertson. He is in studio with us to discuss his article, and we're asking him a couple questions and how he came to bring about this article that's been very influential, I know, in Jordan's life and other people that's read read it, and we're grateful to have him in here. A couple questions uh, as we move on in this program, and that's, what are some individuals within Scripture of examples of how they were able to live a life that pleased God or made a decision that pleased God?
2: Um. One of one of the ones I, m- I mentioned in the article is Abraham that just sort of uh, jumps out at you. It screams at you with with God telling him you need to sacrifice your son, your yeah. only son, the son you love. Sure. And what was Abraham's response to that? Well, he got up early the next morning and he was headed the direction of sacrificing his son. I I can't imagine that. I really hmm. can't imagine mm-hmm. that. That's uh, uh, hard to to wrap your brain around, it is. but. We couple with that uh, him being strengthened by mm-hmm. Almighty God to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't need to, to focus so much on Abraham, the the right. superhero of the Old Testament. Yeah. We look at uh, Almighty God. Mm-hmm. If 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 there's something that God wants
1: you to do, He will empower you to do yeah. that, mm-hmm. and He'll always provide you with the well, kind of like, another way of saying he'll empower mm-hmm. you to do that. He'll always provide you the resources, the mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm the um the the atmosphere the the surrounding encouragement whatever it is yeah. to complete what he's called you to do yeah for obedience and that's that's an important
0: thing to remember yeah
2: and i think one of the things that uh, as it gets complicated this pleasing god uh so it's so important for us to stay in god's word it's so important for us to have uh, fellow believers that we can sit down and say hey I want to please God in this situation. I want to be obedient, but it's—I don't know what to do. Can you help me here? So, uh, because it—it it, on, on one hand, it is a very simplistic thing. On the other hand, situationally, yeah. it could be it,
1: situations change, circumstances circumstance changes, and therefore it could be difficult.
2: And we think about our 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 children, mm-hmm. our grandchildren, uh, had situations with. Uh, Children that wanted me to do a particular thing, and I won't go into all the details sure. of that, but just some really uh, and, and maybe even do something that I know God didn't doesn't mm-hmm. want me to do that So you're in a situation where you've got this person and flesh and bones that you love so very much Right, and they're asking you to do something and then you've got God Do do I want to please him or do I want to mm-hmm. please this child? So uh, we we need uh, we need to stay in God's word, mm-hmm. and we need to um, yeah. see if you guys agree with this. Go for it. Develop a habit of pleasing God, mm-hmm. so Amen. that that first reaction is what you know. What would God have okay. me do? Absolutely, it's the, it's
1: the, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's mm-hmm. what Daniel did when he said he purposed in his heart. Same yeah. same thing. You, he he through his um, growing relationship with mm-hmm. God. Had got to the point where and for lack of better words predetermined i'm honoring god if this mm-hmm. situation comes up we're going to honor god right. so that is that is in many ways developing the habit to mm-hmm. please god
0: yeah and that goes hand in hand with hiding the word in your heart as Absolutely. well mm-hmm. so that you're you're never at a loss to what that means mm-hmm. in a situation like that um i think an important thing to 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 uh call to mind here when we're talking about this um, you, we are called to please God on his terms sure. that are found in his word. And mm-hmm. um, not every good thing to do that crosses your path is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – and I think Christians who are like just – raring to go, you know, yeah, and, yeah, sure. and they want to do, you know, they want to be having an explosively good life and, and, and do good for the king. Yeah, they want <laughs> they want to be radical, you yeah, know, trail that, boys. Yeah, that word has lost, um, lost a lot of meaning. But the, the foundation of all these things has to be the word of God. Mm-hmm. And it has to be, you know, that understanding, that discernment of whatever's going on in your, your life right now. Um, so, like, if if I have you know I have two kids and a wife, and my kids are pretty young, and if an opportunity comes along for me to you know go to another country to do this great thing, but I have to go by myself, and I'll probably be gone for a long time, and it's going to be dangerous. I know kind of
1: counterproductive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know that my the word of God tells me as a father and husband that my priority most of the time unless unless it's very clear otherwise i, mean, I tell people let you get family. an email
1: from god right <laughs> it, has be, it has to be that clear yeah it has yeah. to be that clear yeah.
0: so yeah. just because something is good to do doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you to do at that time and so yeah I, I, you have to please god on his terms
1: yeah and it, and it reminds me of a sermon that i heard one time that was one of those, you know, eight or ten that forever changes you and your thought. It kind of sank, kind of mm-hmm. steers your direction back to a biblical view of a particular topic or issue. Mm-hmm. And it was I heard him once say, and we were going through the book of Proverbs, and he said, "There is a difference between right, wrong, and un unwi- and wise." Mm. Because something mm-hmm. can be right but not wise. Mm-hmm. Something or good right. for lack of a better. You could be good mm-hmm. but not wise. So it's good in that scenario that you're going to share the gospel you're in sure? another yeah. country, mm-hmm. that's a good thing, but you've also abandoned the primary yeah. institute in which God created you know, so right. there's different things. So that's why it's important while you have the you have in the old testament and and it's um Re, uh, re and reaffirmed in the New Testament, which is the moral law. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, do, do not steal, do not murder, mm-hmm. keep God first, honor the Sabbath, those kind of things. You've got that, but within that, you have daily life. Right. And you have daily opportunities and situations that come up that uh, require mm-hmm. counsel. Uh, you know, counseling amongst uh, godly men or godly women, depending on if you're a male or female. Mm-hmm of is this the right thing the right thing to do asking your pastor asking family members you know getting a you know if it's a decision that's not especially written out in scripture mm-hmm. you do you understand what yeah. i'm saying yeah absolutely like what job to take where should we move mm-hmm. you know what ministry should i get involved in things like that there is a process of discernment reading the scriptures praying and seeking god's will for your life in which through that whole process mm-hmm you can uh, get you can get yeah. a, a direction of where God's calling yeah. you to do. A passage of scripture that comes to mind on this topic is First Corinthians 15 and it says, "Therefore my dear brothers, I said yeah, first Corinthians 15 verse 40 verse 58, therefore my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord and this is my favorite part about it because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Mm-hmm. If you labor in the Lord and your motives mm-hmm. are right, mm-hmm. nothing you which is to please God that's your motive right. and to honor God be obedient, then nothing you do you yeah. you have to second guess is it am I is it serving the Lord is it the right thing to do? If if you've got those things in place, you just trust God with the results at that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing too is um, Paul's words to the Thessalonians, um, and I'd like to hear your your thoughts on this, Rick. Uh, he doesn't want them to settle for the progress that they've already made in their in their walk with the Lord. Um, he doesn't want them to be like, okay, well, we checked the boxes, we've gone this far, and now we've reached this comfortable space where mm-hmm. we can say, yeah, we're pretty good Christians, and we're just going to cut the. You know, Relax now, <laughs> kind of retire. Um, do you do you think that that's something that a lot of Christians might have a temptation to?
2: Yeah, I, I I think it's you know we look for a thousand reasons not to do what the Lord wants us to do. Uh, but yeah, I and and I, I've seen older people that say, well, you know, I. I I think one lady. I I did my time in the nursery, so I'm I'm not going to do that anymore. Hmm. You know, and and maybe that's exactly where the Lord wanted her. But it's it's easy to um, to just stop where you are, right? And and there's just that that nature in us that that um, wants to just stop and hear applause from people and not, and not live out the Christian life, right? So yeah,
0: yeah, and I, it's almost like you're not. You you can try to do that. You can try to sort of kick back and relax, you know, reach a kind of plateau level where you feel like, yeah, I'm a good enough Christian, or I've done I've done my share of good things and mm. pleasing God, and now I'm just gonna you know retire or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, you're still in a war zone, and if you build a mm-hmm. house in a war zone, it's all it's, it's gonna be blown up. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: Christianity is intended to be a lifestyle for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. We're here to contend from the moment we. Accept Jesus in our life, and our eyes are open mm-hmm. to uh, the spiritual component to our life and the eternal. We've written we we had a whole magazine on the eternity. Absolutely, uh, what was did. that about again?
0: It was um, it, it was exactly what you just said. It was uh, being a citizen of eternity, being a citizen of heaven, and, and seeing highlight. everything through yeah, the eyes of eternity. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And you can, where can they get, before I, tell, before I finish my comment, yeah, where, you can, where can send an it?
0: email to engagefaq at afa.net and ask for that specific magazine, if we even still have it in stock, which Cedra's giving me the nod. We We've do. got a couple <laughs> left,
1: okay. But it's that idea of, of seeing things, seeing everything mm-hmm. through the lens of eternity. once you get to that point and you're saved and you see things through the, through the lens of eternity, mm-hmm. from that point moving forward, everything is like the Colossians 3.17, Absolutely. whatever we say in word or deed. Everything we do is for the glory of God, mm-hmm. and so it just—I I know this is cliche, but Jesus literally changes everything. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and it changes everything—the way you mm-hmm. operate in your in your day to day life, and in, in your occupation, mm-hmm. in your family, and your in your,
0: in the voting booth, and mm-hmm. entertainment, and culture, and everything. So, yeah. and uh, going back to the um the story of Abraham that we touched on uh, in our few seconds that we have left, um. Abraham was called to do the seemingly impossible thing. God gave him the strength to do that. But in the end, provided an alternative, mm. provided a sacrificial ram, a picture of Christ. And so while we're living our lives trying to please God, we can rest in that effort that in the end, at the end of the day, Christ has already pleased God ultimately. Amen. Amen. And that's what wow. we can rest in. Thank you so much for being on with us, Mr. Rick. It was an honor. All right. We'll and have to have him back. Absolutely. We'll All plan right. on it. And uh, until next week, guys, continue to share truth and apply scripture.